Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm a light worker and a mother to three special girls. I strive to continue learning, growing, and to collect new skills. I'm a psychic medium, Reiki master teacher, and a Kashuk record reader and energy healer. I am so excited to share what I've learned and what I'm going to learn and the ups and downs of life. Thank you for joining me on my journey. Welcome to Life of a Lightworker podcast. Hello, everybody. This week, I'm going to talk about what I do in my sessions and some of the things that come up and all the different kinds of healings and different kinds of lives I can go into. But first, I'm going to pull a card. I was drawn to the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light Oracle cards. I'm going to take a minute and shuffle with the intention that I'm going to pull a card that the audience needs to hear right now. Oh, I had oh too many cards. I had three cards pop out. Let's see. Is it one of these cards? Yes. Okay. I have one card now. Keepers of the earth, you are not alone. Ancient ancestors stand beside you. Reading into the card, I get the strong sense of connection. It is the relationship between the earth, the beings living on it, and the moon. And how we are all working together, I see it as a line. That the energy cycles through the earth, through the people, to the moon, and back down to the people, through the earth. It's, we are, we're a cycle. We are connected, and we are processing both the earth and the moon energies at the same time, and letting it go through us to heal us, and we are connecting it, completing the circuit between the earth and the moon and the way that we're working together. And the more that we lean into the earth and connecting to the earth, connecting to the animals, connecting to the moon, the more, the stronger the circuit becomes and the more connected we feel to everything. And just for fun, I'm looking at the book as well and it's page 100, which I love. You are so supported. You do not stand alone. You have a magnificent team of helpers, both in this world and of the earth, who are here to help you every step of the way. Call upon them for assistance. They are here to help. The keepers of the earth acknowledge the work that you have done and are ready to work through you. They bow at your feet and thank you for wanting to stand for them, to devote your life to protecting the earth in your unique way. It is time to increase your capacity to receive support in the physical realm. This can come in a form of financial abundance, acts of service from strangers, or people flocking to help you and your work. The only thing that is stopping you right now is your capacity to receive support. You deserve to be rewarded for the work that you are doing. You do not need to go at it alone. Call upon the keepers of the earth to help you and your mission. Open your heart and mind to receive more than you ever thought possible. What kind of support do you need? Call upon it right away. And this has an activation on it that sounds beautiful. It says, I am open to receiving. 
a whole new level of support for my life and my work, and I call it now. And include your specific requests, and then say thank you, thank you, thank you. So when I do a soul reading and healing, I typically first go into a life that the client needs to see right now. Sometimes the client has specific questions, and a lot of the time those questions will get answered in this initial request. So we see what the client needs to hear right now, see right now. And if that life needs any healings done, I will do energetic healings on that life, which could include cord cutting, it could include like Reiki, it could include balls of light, it could include taking that life and bringing it into the client's life and to see where it's connected with their chakras and maybe depending on if it's something uplifting or not, the client can think of a certain chakra or think of that life to to draw that energy and draw that force into them to uplift them. So that is sometimes what happens. Each time is different. Every time it's unique. There are some certain patterns that happen over time. And then usually I either go into a life that needs to be healed or I do a scan of the body chakras. I kind of kind of see what I'm being called to do. But usually I'll go into a life that needs to be healed. So I ask that. Then we go into the life and then we do some energetic healings on it. And then I'll do a scan of the person's of the client's body. So I usually start at the crown and I work through all the chakras and I see which ones are blocked, which ones have the largest blocks, which ones are calling me to work on them first. So I start on the largest block. I find out the reason why it's there, if it's needed to remove the block, if I don't need to know the reason, if the client doesn't know, need to know the reason, then they don't give me a reason and I just work on the energy. And then I work on each block. If a certain block is due to a past life, we'll go to a past life. If it's due to an event in this life, we'll go to that event. If it's a cord from a person, we'll figure out why the cord was sent to cut the cord and I'll make sure to teach the client about energetic protection to help prevent the cord from reattaching. Because that's very important when cutting cords is to have protection so they don't reattach. Because the first couple of weeks of cutting a cord, they really want to come back and attach. It happens all the time. And then after doing the scans, I will see if there's any generational or ancestral trauma or wounds. And usually that is attached to the root. Sometimes it's to other places, but I see it most often at the root. And I see the mother's line on the left leg and from the father's line down the right leg. And I work on those traumas and heal as much as I can is what they'll allow me to heal at this moment. Sometimes I'm setting up protection. Sometimes I'm making more of like a filter. Sometimes 
I'm sending them love and light and bubbling them. Sometimes I'm cutting cords and healing. It really depends on the situation. Every time is different, of course. And then after doing the scan, I will usually ask the records what other life or what other messages they want to give the client and or specific questions that the client has, specific things that they're interested in, if they want to know about if they have had lives with a loved one, friends, and if there's any fears or issues that they're having right now, or if they need more direction with their lives or with their business, we can go and get some insight from what the Kashuk Records have to say. And I also find that what the records give us changes over time because they only give us what we are able to handle right now and what we can heal right now. So some, if somebody gave me a reading a year ago or six months ago, and then right now, each time could be very different or it could be the same issue if I haven't worked on healing it further or if I've allowed it to come back up. But lots of times you take one layer away and then the other layer might take a little bit of time to work its way to the surface for it to be healed. And then that gets healed, pulled away, and then another layer comes up to be worked on. And it's a constant stream of things that we need to heal. It seems to be never ending, or at least for me anyways. As soon as I get one done, another one comes back. Or you think you've had one healed, one lesson learned, one one thing figured out, and you realize that there it's more complicated than what you think it was, and it's coming at you from a few different directions. So there's a bit of a puzzle piece, and there's a little bit of working with what we're able to handle, because just emotionally, mentally, where we are in our place, in our life at the moment, changes. Because a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to learn about any sort of galactic life that I've had, I wouldn't have handled that very well or processed it or believed it. But now I'm completely embracing it. So I'm able to look into those lives, heal those lives and learn from those lives. It's mostly learning. I, For me personally, right now, I'm learning from those lives. I'm drawing the things that I was good at in those lives and bringing them into my life now. So I use that for the records for myself and lots of times when I go into a life for a client that is really positive and they have really something very strong about that life that's the records are highlighting, I will bring that into the life now so that it can be utilized. So that's probably one of my favorite things to do actually. I like the, to do the healings, but bringing in something that... We're doing a soul remembering, a soul awakening, or we're drawing in from a past life. That's, I really like doing that. That really excites me. Makes me feel good because I do that a lot in my own personal life. So that is pretty much what I do for my sessions. And 
Before I do a session, I do energetic protection for myself and for the client. And then I always do it at the end. I do uh, a separation so that our energy is disconnected. That's my main process of my, my main outline for my readings. But when I go into the records, when I, if it's important to the client and they want to know the details of what their room looks like and what their key looks like, I'll spend time and look at those things. But personally, I don't, they're good for curiosity's sake, but they don't do a ton of healing work. And I personally like to focus on the healing and focus on getting as much as I can done within the time frame. Of course, it's the client's appointment and they can choose what they want to do with it. That's just as a client what I like. So that tends to be where that's my starting point and I'm always open to the client guiding it to being what they want because that's I want what they want. I want to make the session to be as flexible as possible because I really feel that one of the main things about working in the records and being good at working at the records and any most spiritual practices like mediumship and that kind of thing is being flexible because when you're too rigid you can't you're not open to the ways that the spirit and that the universe can communicate with you and guide you because each time is going to be different if you're inflexible and unwilling to do anything different you're going to miss out on a lot of the amazing things that they have to show us so i want my sessions to be as flexible as possible and each time it's there it's very different I kind of follow a guideline but each time ends up being different and that's what makes it exciting that's what makes it when I go into the client's Akashic Record room I I always ask for a book to come down which represents the life and I always notice the color and the color is usually a clue for me of what's the life going to show me so like purple is usually like more of a regal life or a well-off life green usually someone who's connected to the earth they're spending a lot of time outside i'm usually when i see green i have i come into a moment of the person's life where they're in a field or they're in a forest has to have some there's a lot of greenery around and it's always kind of these little clues and when I go into the life I ask lots of questions I ask what does the client need to see right now how does this affect their life now how is it connected to their life do they have any messages or how can they heal what needs to be healed how can they learn the lesson they need to learn how can they implement it into their life now and I usually ask a few times how can they implement it into their life with some ideas for them to um, work on this depending on what I'm receiving and 
at this point, I always ask if the client has any questions because that helps me a lot asking questions in the records as well to help clarify. And that is typically what a session looks like from my end, from what I'm doing. And one thing that might be weird, but knowing a lot of psychics and mediums and people that are intuitive, when you're connected, it's it's usually most of the people look away or look down. They don't look at the person that they're doing the reading on because you're connecting to something else and not them. And it's a lot easier to look away. Like I find this looking at the blank wall helps me connect and visualize and see all the things that I need to see. So that is one thing that some people might think is kind of weird, but I try my best when I'm talking to the person to look in the camera and look at them and talk to them. So hopefully you'll know that I'm either talking to the Akashic Records or if I'm talking to you specifically. So sometimes I ask the questions in my head, um, but I'm trying to get into the habit of saying it out loud so that the client knows what questions I'm asking so I don't have to repeat the question to the client instead of in the records and then the client just doing it out loud so everyone hears it at the same time. So that's something I'm working on right now. I'm trying to change that habit and that pattern. You know, it takes time. (laughs) But yeah, that's usually, that's what a reading typically looks like for me. Um, Yeah, and, and how my, the Claire's that I typically use Sight has typically always been my strongest one. So my third eye, my clairvoyance was always my strongest one. Lately, my clear feeling and clear knowing has been coming out a lot stronger. Um, so I'll say I feel this a lot. And then when I say something that the Kashuk Records or Spirit says yes that is correct I'll get the full knowing of yes I said that right or they'll like give me a half answer and they'll be like oh it's close but not quite there so that's one thing they kind of do for me too so that's kind of fun and I also get hearing it's not my strongest one it does happen most readings have the hearing at least once, but they'll just say words, not necessarily phrases. Sometimes I'll get the words and then my clear feeling and then the clear knowing kicks in and then I'll continue the words and it will more flow. It's not necessarily I'm hearing it and then saying it. I'm just more of channeling it in the moment, which to me is more of clear knowing. And I'll get the phrases and words pop in once in a while. But I find it really funny when I get the, when I hear the words, lots of times it's sayings or songs that are either silly or cheesy or kind of ridiculous. So that's something that they've been doing for a long time. And I just, it it hasn't stopped. (laughs) They usually send me something pretty cheesy that is sometimes hard to say, or it's embarrassing to say, 
but I say it anyways and just kind of like, all right, this is this is a little silly. But anyways, they said this. It means this. So it's, it's just the way spirit has chosen to work with me. And that's fine. Sometimes they like to challenge me with say this, please. So I do my best to say everything that comes to mind. I try my hardest not to hold back and, and try my hardest not to have my filter be open, uh, closed, or my filter to be working. I want to be as clear as possible and hopefully with my the knowledge that I've accumulated I can communicate what needs to be communicated in a manner that makes spirit feel that it has been communicated clearly and the recipient can understand what I'm saying. And one thing about the live readings opposed to a written reading is that you can feel the energy in the moment and even if I'm not explaining it quite right? It's almost like you feel the energy and it just makes sense and you understand it even though not all the words are coming out in the way that it's makes sense or if that kind of if that has any understanding. It kind of reminds me of when you have a thought in your head you can't find the exact words to explain it to its full extent. That is what it is like. So all right I'd like so thank you everybody for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Um, if you would like to visit my website, my website's www.spruceenergyhealing.com. And then on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, it's Spruce Energy Healing. And you can also email me, spruceenergyhealing at gmail.com. If you have any questions or just want to say hi, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening.